0: If you can't tell Sauvignon Blanc apart from Cabernet Sauvignon, and thought that Syrah was a Doris Day song, this interview is totally for you because it's all about mastering the basics of wine with the WSET Level 1 course. This is a beginner's tier of the Wine and Spirits Education Trust's internationally recognized program, and today I'm speaking to Andrew Unsworth, perhaps better known by his YouTube sobriquet, The Grape Explorer. Now, Andrew isn't only a wine nerd after my own heart, but he also has the WSTT level one, two, and three qualifications under his belt, which makes him the perfect brain to pick about how one can go from knowing nothing at all about wine to knowing enough to impress a date, or your in-laws, or your clients the next time you schmooze them over dinner. So with that said, here is the grape explorer and how you can go from wine zero to wine hero. Okay, Andrew... All right. So you're one of those wine lovers I so admire because you have your WSET level three, which is no easy feat. Uh, But being a wine enthusiast, what compelled you to formalize your knowledge with a WSET qualification?
1: Um, I really started getting into wine just a few months before I took WSET at level one. Um, I had only attended my first wine tasting maybe three months before. And um, as much as I was enjoying drinking all of the wine, which was fantastic, I wanted to learn that bit more. It was a case of they were telling me, you know, this is a red, this is a white, this is the country it's from, but I wanted to know a little bit more about, well, what does it mean if the wine's from that country, from a, from a growing perspective, what other styles of wine are from those countries, what processes have gone into creating the wine. And so I started to search as a lot of people do online for, for wine courses and had stumbled across the WSCT, hadn't heard of them before, um, they were running a, a level one, course it was a one-day course in London um, and it came with lunch and free wine and and that was the thing that clicked for me so I immediately signed up for that uh, not really knowing what I was getting myself in for but um, just keen to learn more that was that that was the whole reason behind starting to study.
0: Okay cool Um, so then having experienced this first year of the WSCT program can you tell us a little bit about the kind of person you think that this course would be a great fit for?
1: So it was probably a great fit for me at that time. Like I say, I probably had three months experience of wine tasting under my belt. So I was coming in as a real novice. Um, the course itself comprised of, there were 12 students on the day. Uh, myself, who was, like I say, a real novice. And then really a real hot pot of other people on the course. Someone had been gifted it as a Christmas present. Uh, I think they were also attracted by the uh, luncheon free wine. There was someone who worked in a job where they were starting to take clients out in the evening and they just wanted to have that little bit more knowledge. Mm -hmm. Somebody was employed by a supermarket and they did a lot of work with um, food pairings and they wanted to understand that more with with food and wine interactions. There was actually, as I recall it, only one person who was actually in the world of wine, you know, in a job in wine. So it really attracted a whole host of different backgrounds. But what I would say collectively was we had, Very little experience, but we were all eager to learn more.
0: Right. Yeah. So people are just interested enthusiasts or people who actually want to use that to compel and drive their career in the actual wine industry or hospitality is another big one too.
1: Yeah. It's a really good starting point for um, hospitality, especially because at level one, you do a lot around food and wine pairings and interactions. And of course, if you're um, employed by a restaurant, employed by a bar serving food, I think that's actually a really good skill to be able to have. Yeah. And it's one of the trickier parts of the course on the day was the food and wine interactions. Getting those down correctly was, uh, was probably the most challenging part of the day. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, now that we're talking about the course, let's dig in a bit. Um, what was it like? I mean, what did you do? Well, were you in a classroom? Uh, who was your instructor? And um, tell me about the wines you got to try.
1: So originally, I was supposed to be in a classroom, but in the days leading up to it, they changed it to a pub. Um, So the perfect setting for learning. Um, There was actually a tasting room in the basement of this pub uh, in London. Um, So they set the classroom up in there, uh, which was a fantastic idea. They had some really um, uh, old vintage bottles all dotted around this location. So you had an opportunity to go around and actually could... Get a bit of interaction with the bottles and just learn a little bit more about the sorts of things that they were serving with some of the food as well yeah. so it was a classroom environment 12 students it was hosted by the west london wine school they're part of a, a group of wine schools here in the uk mm-hmm. and the instructor was a, a WSET diploma um, graduate so um and a WSET educator so incredibly knowledgeable incredibly resourceful individual and We spent a day, because you take the exam the same day as you start the course, so it's quite a whirlwind type of course. We spent the morning going through understanding key components of a grape and then focusing on some of those all-important grape varieties. And then in the afternoon, we moved on to food and wine pairing, as well as some other styles of wine. So in the afternoon, we looked at sparkling and fortified wines as well. So in the short space of eight hours, you are expected to cover quite a lot. We had a mock exam before we had our actual exam and some study time as well. So you do go through it quite quickly on this day course, which can make it quite challenging because obviously there's a lot to, in, to interpret, a lot to analyze during the day, and then a lot to remember for the exam. But it kind of puts you in a real mindset of, okay, I've got one shot at this this afternoon to get the exam right. I, I'd better get studying, get my head down, start to learn, take some decent notes. But overall, very worthwhile course.
0: Mm-hmm. And do you remember any of the wines you tasted?
1: Um, the wines that we tasted were based around the, the principal grape varieties that you learn on the day. So for, for black grapes, that was your Merlot, Cabernet Sauvignon, Pinot Noir, some Shiraz. And then for white grapes, we did Sauvignon Blanc, Riesling, Chardonnay and Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got to taste plenty. Uh, like I say, we got some at lunch as well. Um, I'm not sure how much that influenced my exam in the afternoon, I mean, on punch, but there you go. And then, yeah, we got to try some, some Prosecco and some Ports in the afternoon as well. So, Ports did a really good job of helping you understand the grapes from a practical point of view and not just theoretical.
0: Right. And how hard was the exam?
1: So the exam itself was 30 questions. Uh, if memory serves, it was a 45 minute exam. As I say, I'd done a mock exam in leading up to the final exam. So I guess you, you build some confidence from that. Obviously you can learn from your mistakes from a mock exam, but it's still an exam environment, you know, and the instructor led us out of the room so that he could prepare the room for the final exam. That's when it gets serious. You walk back in, and suddenly all the chairs are facing forward. There's someone sat in a corner, and you just think, "Okay, I'm in an exam environment now." And and things do change when when that environment suddenly hits you. You you suddenly start to almost have a little bit of pressure put on yourself, thinking, "Right, okay, this is it. I've I've got to get these right." So the exam itself, you know, the questions on reflection are are relatively simple. I think, Um, having you know, had a little bit of experience behind me, I was quite comfortable with the exam. Yep. But simply sitting down, someone telling you to turn your paper over and to start for me just adds another an, another level of strength. Well, I didn't. <laughs> know. They they make it really official. Uh, there's no need for anyone under that much pressure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So you basically did the exam the same day as so you essentially learned all that all the knowledge. But I, so I was going to ask your three best study tips for this exam, but. Having done the WSET 2 and 3 where you are required to study at home and prepare, what are your, your best tips for kind of memorizing all of that information about the different varietals, wine regions, labeling laws, et cetera?
1: Yeah, so there were a couple of approaches that I took. Um, the, the biggest key for me, and I did this on the WSET level one day, is even though the text is is there in a book for you to learn, I still pretty much rewrite a lot of it myself. It's in my own handwriting I find it easier to interpret it doing it in that way i also find by writing it down it, it tends to stick in the memory that little bit longer so that WSET level one day was all about me taking as, as, as many notes as i could so that when we did have a break for a quick revision and i think we were given 30 minute revision time at least i could go back to my own notes and read through my own details so whereas the book might sentence structure The the specifics around a certain grape, I would just write merlot, black grape, aromas, flavors. And just by doing it in that way, I just found it really easy because the questions are going to be based on which aroma would you find with merlot, of course. And then I can just recall my notes to go plum is the answer if that's one of the choices there, something as simple as that. Mm -hmm. When it comes to WSET level two and three... I actually found one of the best ways to to get through it was to buddy up with other people on the corps. Um, Spent some time outside of the classroom, just firing questions at one another, working on what someone didn't feel particularly strong on, work on that. Then the same for me. I had a bit of a wine mentor through my local wine tasting club who'd been through the exams themselves previously. So they could talk to me and, and give me guidance and help and yeah, that's the best thing you can do really is is sort of seek out the help of others. Everyone's Everyone wants to pass. Everyone wants a really good grade. So, so share the knowledge. Um, and they tend to be classrooms of around 12 people. So there's always someone who you're going to be able to work with on that. Yeah. And then the other thing, and um, this might sound uh, a little bit unusual because obviously Brainscape very much on the flashcards, but I did create my own series of flashcards. Yeah. The way that I found it worked for me would be to have a correct and an uh, incorrect pile once I'd, once I'd rifle through them mm-hmm. and then really focus on the incorrect pile. So where you obviously create those those flashcards and they're really beneficial, I think there's a, an approach you can take to flashcards that really help it stick in the mind. There are some things you're always going to know, so work on that incorrect pile. And, and that's how I approached study throughout all of the, the wine courses that I took.
0: Well, you've just neatly summarized the entire Brainscape algorithm, which is that... <laughs> when when students use the flashcards to learn about wine, if they're not confident in that particular concept, they rate it low and then it repeats more often than the, than the concepts they're comfortable with, which they rate high. So, I mean, what you did is essentially what Brainscape automates. And so, yeah, it really is a very efficient way to learn uh, information, especially for wine where there's a lot of content you need to remember.
1: You know, there is, you know, I think that combination of writing things down in a big textbook that I had and creating cards are really what helped the information sink in and and importantly stay in for when it came to the exam. Yeah.
0: And thankfully, wine is so interesting and, you know, to learn about. So it makes it a pleasure, a pleasure to work. It does help. Yeah, it (laughs) helps a little. (laughs)
1: It's especially (laughs) helped.
0: Yeah. Um, so something interesting I learned is that you don't actually need to complete the WSCT1 in order to progress to the level two, um, or it is which is for beginners as well. It just covers a lot more information, a lot more content. So since you've done both, what journey would you recommend to wine lovers? Should they do the one first and then the two, or should they save their money and just take the WSCT level two?
1: This is a question I'd probably get asked the the most through my own YouTube channel, The Great Explorer, because as you just said that these wine courses cost money um, and they're not cheap either. Um, And I understand why they're providing a lot of the wine for you through the course. So it is really important that you make the right decision. Most people will probably be most comfortable going in at level two if they consider themselves a wine enthusiast going into level two. If they really feel like they were starting out, and I use myself as the example, i had been to three months worth of wine tasting classes, just tasting wine, not really learning much else about wine more holistically, just about what was in the glass in front of me. I don't think I could have gone into level two confidently. And I think because of the money and the costs that's associated with it, I do think you need to be quite confident going into these things. So if you're really, really just starting out now, level one is a perfect introduction, But if you feel that you've perhaps had an interest in wine for some time, you are able to talk about, you know, the label, a little bit of information about where the wine's from, because you can read a wine label, you're going to want to go in straight at level two. Uh, There's no tasting exam at either level one or two. So it's tasting experience is irrelevant. It all comes down to to your own sort of knowledge uh, and how much wine information you can hold in your brain. But I would say for... For anyone just starting out, go for level one for sure.
0: Okay, great. All right, so finally, Andrew, how can the Grape Explorer help beginners navigate the often intimidating world of wine?
1: So I started the YouTube channel just over three years ago. Um, I started it just after I got WSCT at level three. Um, The channel didn't really start out as a wine education channel. I think it started out really for me to be able to to learn a few new skills technically and, and put what I'd learned and, and, and what I'd been able to um, pass through the courses out to other people. But as time went on, when I would do a video that was a little bit more education-based, I got a really good response, really good feedback. And I started to do some WSET exam-type question videos that resonated really well. So I started to focus a little bit more on that. So I actually have right now on the channel in-depth exam walkthroughs for level one and level two, you will cover off about 30 questions at level one. So basically the equivalent of an exam, got about 75 to 85 questions at level two. So again, it helps people prepare for the exam, gives them a good understanding of what they're letting themselves in for. And for me, where we were just talking about, you know, the courses and and the cost associated with that courses, I guess I'm helping someone understand if it's going to be a good fit for them because if you go through all of it and you don't pass the exam you'll learn a lot but i think we all want that recognition that we did well when it came down to the, to the actual exam itself so i'm really helping people get a great grade in their exam i hear from lots of people after they've taken level one two and three um to say that the video sort of helped them decide whether or not the, the courses were right for them so i think if you're looking to understand what these courses are all about definitely check out the channel please yeah, <laughs> uh, And again, if you're just looking to understand a little bit about certain grape varieties or certain styles of wine, there's lots of videos on that as well. I keep the information pretty simple. They sort of tend to be sort of seven, eight minute long videos, just telling you about the history, where a grape would be grown, uh, what it does from a winemaking perspective and the types of aromas and flavors you get for it. Nice, simple information, which might help someone when they're choosing a wine in the shops, not sure what to go for might remember a video of mine and think, oh yeah, I quite like those aromas and flavors. I'll give that one a, give that one a try. Yeah.
0: Well that's brilliant. Well Andrew, thank you so much for your advice and your intel. Really appreciate it.
1: No, thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Great spending time with you.
0: Yeah, great. You too. Well there you have it. Some great intel on the WSCT level one, straight from the Grape Explorer. To see him in action, nerding out over wine and providing even more great advice and wine education, check out his YouTube channel. Details provided below. I also really encourage you to check out Brainscape's Wine Academy, where you'll discover a library of super helpful wine guides for people of all experience levels. And if you're interested in taking your knowledge to professional heights with a WSET or CMS qualification, get the Brainscape web and mobile app to help you learn about wine really efficiently. Alternatively, you can just use Brainscape to keep track of your wine adventures by making your own flashcards. Finally, don't forget to watch and like the other videos we have on the Brainscape Wine channel and subscribe to get notified when a new video drops. And that's it. Between the Brainscape app, our Wine Academy, and the thousands of other subjects you can study efficiently on our platform, you've got the learning tools you need to rise to any challenge.